everyone, Merry Christmas and welcome to the SSFF pod, the unofficial Sky Sports Fantasy Football podcast. Hope you are all doing well, hope you're all having a lovely time, hope you're all getting ready for Christmas and New Year, but we've got lots of fixtures to talk about. So basically I'm going to keep it nice and short today because uh, we've got loads to talk about on Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday with games uh, because there are a lot of games happening this week. End. So um, the two games I was going to talk about, the Liverpool-Leeds game, that was going to be the big one to talk about. That's been postponed because of COVID and so was the Watford game. Watford-West Ham has also been postponed because of COVID. Well, no, it can't be Watford-West Ham because it's Tuesday. Uh, the Watford game, whoever they're playing, I can't remember, can't look. Um, that's also been postponed as well because of the COVID issues. So these games at the moment are happening on Sunday. And again, these are all under the provision of safety and there is no positive COVID cases going into this game i'm expecting games to be called off on tuesday wednesday and thursday because i feel that family people that have seen family on christmas day might possibly be infected by the covid uh, from covid on tuesday wednesday thursday so expect games to be called off then that's why we're going to be doing another podcast on tuesday so I'll go through the games that are happening this week so games on sunday we've got burnley everton at three o'clock Man City against Leicester at three. Norwich versus Arsenal at three. Spurs versus Palace at three. Uh, West Ham versus Southampton at three. I'm there to believe. I'm just going to double check that because I, I'm thinking that might be a half five, but I'll do double check. Uh, no, it's at three o'clock, so I was right. Villa versus Chelsea is 5.30. And then the last game is Brighton versus Brentford at eight. And then on Monday, we've got the Newcastle versus Man United at eight o'clock. All Sunday games are all Amazon Prime. The Monday Manchester United uh, game is on Sky Sports if you live in the UK uh, and wherever you watch your Premier League highlights and games. So they'll be all on YouTube as well, no doubt, for the highlights if you want to watch that. Right. Okay, let's talk about last week's games and last week's um, points. So top point scorer after the five games that happened last weekend um, was... um, Sheepdog United with 152 points, so um, very good. We had a look at their team because the team's open for public, and they literally had every single player that scored. So in their 11, I think the only person that didn't score was James and uh, and one of the other defenders, but everyone else scored, really, and uh, kept clean sheet and goalkeeper. So that's why they got such a high point score. Um, top point score at the moment is uh, 132. Uh, 1,752. Um, Big Verge's back is still top, but there is also someone else's name top. And I didn't write their name down, so I will double check quickly what their name is. Uh, it is Hooded Claws 22. Oh, sorry, Hooded Claws 2. Sorry, Hooded Claws 2 is now top with 1,752. So, um, so Big Verge had a bit of a lead last week. Now, um, probably didn't have an the players um, going into this weekend um, or last weekend with, you know, the fact there's only five games happening last week and, um, and all the top three played. So you'd have thought that there would have been something there, but that yeah, didn't go, didn't happen. Uh, Sky Sports put a tweet out this week showing average remaining transfers. So the top 10 players have got 18.4 transfers left on average. Top 119.6, top 1,020.5, and top 5,000s, 18.9. So it shows that the top um, 10 players are not really using their transfers up, which is very interesting to see. Um, in terms of my transfers, I'm on 19.4, uh, 19. So 
and the pod team's on 22 out of 40. So, um, yeah, sort of on the average, really, with that. Uh, a guy who's leading my private league at the moment, he is 200 points behind leader. So um, he's not doing too badly. I am currently sitting on 1,000 points. Uh, just over 1,000, well, I'm on more than 1,000 points. I'm on 1,284, so I am not going to win this year's fantasy football unless I have some really good weeks coming up, especially this week. I'm, I must have, a, I need to have a good, massive, healthy point scoring week this week. Um, so that's all the games I'm going to talk about. I'm not going to talk about the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday games because we just don't know if they're going to happen or not because of, like I say, there are games called off with COVID. I would expect the Watford game to be called off uh, because that game was called off uh, yesterday. So expect that game to not happen on Tuesday. And probably Leeds Villa looks likely it's going to be called off as well. So um, there are games that will be... Um, called off and especially with what's going on with the players at the moment uh they want games to be called off next week as well so that could possibly still happen depending on the amount of games that called off this week so we'll have to wait and see what happens there so um there are four games kicking off at four of three o'clock this week um i'm going to be looking at the arsenal game so let's talk about arsenal uh, norwich versus arsenal i think this is the game where um you look at your captains this week if you've got an arsenal player in there, then maybe have a look at maybe captaining them this week. So Smith, Rowe, Saka. Um, if you've got um, a Bamiyang, you might as well take him out, transfer him out, because it doesn't look like he's going to play again for Arsenal by the looks of things. And he could be leaving in January if there's a team that's out there to pay his wages. Um, it doesn't look likely he's going to be featuring Arsenal for the rest of the year anyway. So Lacazette is definitely someone to look out for. At this moment in time, Martinelli is... is um, Currently the top midfield scorer of this month with two goals last weekend against Leeds. And uh, he scored, I think he is, I think he scored five in his last six games. I think that's what the stat is at the moment. So he's definitely someone on form and definitely someone to worth have a look at at the moment. Um, because it looks like they're starting to get like a little um, structure in their team as well. It looks like it's going to be Lacazette up top with Saka and Martinelli left and right. And Emile Smith-Rowe behind him. So that seems like that could be the Arsenal four going forward. Um, Lacazette is also playing well at the moment. He's uh, scoring goals, which hasn't been the thing that you could say about Lacazette. He's he's always struggled with goals in terms of the Premier League. Um, this might be the time that actually he's showing what he's actually worth in terms of um, scoring goals. He scored three in his last uh, three He's, he's scored his last three games, so he's definitely someone to look out for. Uh, sorry, he hasn't scored, sorry. Um, so, Lacazette, this is what his points have been so far. So, against Southampton, he got uh, seven points. Against West Ham, he got nine, uh, he got eight points because he missed the penalty. And Leeds, he got a uh, goal and he got an assist there. So, he's definitely getting assists there. Um, with Norwich, you have to expect that he's going to get an assist to the gut, maybe a goal in this game. So he's definitely someone to look for in your side. In terms of Arsenal midfield, um, I think you're going to have to look at... So Martinelli is listed as a striker. He's 7.8. And so far, Martinelli has scored in his last six. Uh, six, a five, a two, a five, an eight, and a 17. So he's definitely... 
going to score points this weekend against Arsenal. He's more likely to start. Emil Smith-Rowe, he's 7.5 million. He's scored 85 points. Um, he's played the last two games, uh, scoring and assisting. A goal, Two goals in his last games as well. Uh, Saka as well, he's got a goal against Leeds. Uh, he got an assist in the main match. And he's got a four and a four points to his name. Um, he's also been playing well in the last six games that he's had. So he's averaging, he got a 10 against Newcastle, one point against Man United, four against Everton, four against Southampton, an eight and a 10. So you definitely look at the next game against Norwich and go, yeah, he's probably going to score some points there. So definitely have a look at Arsenal. And, and again, I've always said about Ramsdale, I think Ramsdale is becoming a um in, I think he's becoming a necessity in your side now. Um, they've got Wolves next week. Uh, sorry, Wolves on Tuesday as well. Which is a tough game. Um, I think that'll be a close game and a tight game. I'm not expecting lots of goals in that. Um, Wolves are being very good defensively. So um, it could be a very tricky game. Might be a 1-0 there. Or it could be a 0-0. But expect Arsenal to score goals against Norwich because Norwich at the moment can't. And then they're playing well, um, playing better with Dean Smith in charge. But they're just not getting the goal. They're not getting clean sheets as well. They've um, Their game was postponed last time. So they should have fresher legs. Arsenal played midweek and they played against Leeds as well. So Norwich in theory should have fresher legs going into this game. Um but we're just having to wait to see if it happens or not. It should do, but we just have to wait and see. I think there'll be more classifications going into the games um, tomorrow, hopefully tomorrow, because at the moment the game's being called off last minute. It's not helping any fans, especially when it comes around to Boxing Day as well. So they need to make sure that these, these games get called off in good time. Uh, next game I'm going to talk about is uh, Manchester City against Leicester. This game is probably the game of the weekend or the game of the... Um, Christmas period to look out for so far. Um, both teams play really attacking football. Leicester are really struggling defensively. Um, again, probably will help that they didn't play last weekend, but they did play midweek. Um, they drew three all to Liverpool and lost on penalties in the Carabao Cup. One positive Leicester can take from that. Jane Viley got two goals, and Madison scored an absolute worldie of a goal. If you haven't seen it, check it out on YouTube. Very, very great goal against Liverpool. But it was a very weakened Liverpool side as well. Um, Going into this game, Pep loves this Christmas period. This is where Man City really turned on the style a little bit and sort of put a marker down to say they're going to win the title this year. And this is where the title can win or lose, be won or lost, really. Um, with Liverpool not playing against Leeds, um, I think Leeds were definitely for the taking this weekend after last week's performance against um, Arsenal and the, week and the weekend before against Man City. Liverpool were re could really have been looking forward to this game but unfortunately that won't get played until probably later in the year Leeds will have a stronger side by then and Leeds will be not in a different headspace by that time I think Liverpool would probably think Leeds were for the taking but um, with Man City the way they play against Newcastle Newcastle chucked some goals to him really um, so Man City were really coasting in that game um, so and also they didn't play midweek so that's a positive for Pep's side um with Matt, with Leicester, they don't have a big squad and playing against Liverpool and they put a full side out against Liverpool won't necessarily help them against Man City. I think they, uh, maybe a rotation would have been good for that game. Maybe put some of the second team out a little bit against Leicester, but then all depends on what they had available because of COVID and injuries because I know Leicester have struggled with injuries this year. 
One thing you need to make look out for is that Jamie Vardy loves a goal against the top six. So um, he probably will score this weekend against Man City, highly likely. Um, so again, have him in your side. He's dropped out of the pecking order in terms of top strikers. He's now fourth in the list. Um, Madison's coming into his own form a little bit, which is good to see. A player that you have to have in your side now, by all accounts, is Cancelo uh, with a goal against Newcastle. Um, he's currently top top defender point scorer, and he's playing fantastically well. And he's undroppable for Man City at the moment. So um, he is definitely someone, him, Mad, him, Salah, and I would say Gallagher at the moment are the three players you have to have in your fantasy football side uh if you don't have them in then you're just not going to score the points that you could get so them three players definitely in your side so i'm going to keep it short today so uh we're going to go straight into monday night game um the really reason uh, spares palace by the way is a good game I, I should really talk about that um spares palace could be a really entertaining game um Spurs looked good against West Ham the other night. Palace are playing really good football. Um, they just need to get the results. Uh, I think it'll be a really tricky tie for Conte's team. Spurs played really well against Liverpool last weekend. Game of the game of the weekend or game of the season so far, probably uh, up next to Liverpool, Man City. Um, really good. Looks like Kane is finding his mojo again. So. Maybe I've said this before, keep an eye on Kane, keep an eye on Son. Also, Deli Ali as well is someone to keep an eye on now. If he if Conte can get a tune out of Deli Ali, Deli Ali could be a team a player that you should have in your side. Because if he can get the Deli Ali of two, three years ago, um, then Spurs are really gonna play really well and score lots of points. Again, like I said, Conor Gallagher is someone you have to have in your side. Top midfield point scorer, scores goals, gets a gets a point gets bonus points each game pretty much so um yeah definitely have him in your side and you'd be doing well now now i'm going to move on to monday so uh may not play uh newcastle away at st james's park newcastle need to defend so much better than they did against man city they chucked goals away at man city and didn't cause any man city problems really that was i know newcastle had a penalty but it it's I don't think that would have made a difference. I think that would have just made Ang Man City angry and score more. And I don't think Newcastle needed that. Um, Man, Man United have only got one player out according to Ragnick, um, and that's Paul Pogba. He's not ready. He's not fit yet. But it just seems like all the Man United players are back, ready to go. So um, expect Cavani to feature possibly. Ronaldo after having a week off will be fresh. Um, this could be the game that you have Ronaldo as captain and hopefully they'll play better than they did against Norwich because that was an awful game. So it needs to be a better game than that. And hopefully with May United having 10 days off, two weeks off, refresh, recover, get on with it. So um, definitely have a look at putting a May United player in Rashford, Greenwood, Pogba, I'm sorry, not Pogba, Sancho, Ronaldo, all them players put in because I think May United will cause... Um, Newcastle some problems this weekend um, on Monday night and it could be a very messy game hopefully for my sake of view because uh, May United and Newcastle are got a bit of a rivalry from the back of the 90s and um, that's always lived with me so um, yeah um, out of the usually in the calendar there's a few games that I hope May United win and Newcastle is definitely one of them um, and also brother-in-law sports one of the brother-in-law sportsmen as well so he's a bit of a tonking so um, they're the games I'm going to talk about this weekend. Um, there's not many to talk about, but um, 
there are definitely captain problems, captain selections there for you this week. As I said, Liverpool Leeds would have been the place I would have gone to, but definitely look at Arsenal Norwich, uh, Norwich Arsenal as a captain pick this week for you. Okay, right, top players going into uh, this weekend. Currently, uh, Ramsdale is top, like I said, with 112. Jose Sarr is second with 109 points. Then we go to Alisson Edison on 106. So if you're looking at Jose Sarr, look at um, definitely some Wolves defenders because they're scoring points because they're keeping, uh, they're getting tackle bonuses and clean sheets and they're hard to break down. So Jose Sarr is a little bit ahead at the moment because um, he's got an assist to his name from the Southampton game earlier in the season. So that's why he's a little bit higher up. He would probably be in the 90s, but um, like I say, Ramsdale, he'll probably have a clean sheet this week going into the game, uh, after the game, after against Norwich. They've got Wolves, and then that might drop because they've got Man City and they've got the top teams afterwards. So it might drop a little bit, and, um, but Ramsdale's definitely someone to look out for. After that, we've got... Um, uh, going into defenders, you've got uh, Cancelo on 158, Trent Alexander-Arnold on 132, and uh, Ruben Diaz on 127. Um, Ruben Diaz is the top defender at the moment this month so far, but that will change at after the end of uh, next week. That will change because you've got so many games going into this weekend, so um, it'll, it'll be interesting to see where everyone lies at the end of the month. Um, midfielders, um, currently um, you've got Colin Gallagher on 120, Rafinha on 107 and uh, Bernardo Silva on 102. Uh, Mount is currently a top point scorer on 50 points um, of the month. By the way, um, talking about defenders, go back to defenders quickly. Um, highest points, highest cheap defender you can get is uh, Kilman on 86. He's valued at 6.2 million. So if you're looking for a cheap defender who scores points, Kilman is the man. I say Mountain's top uh, midfielder so far on 50 points. Um, so he is someone to consider going into this weekend's games. Um, they've got Villa, which is going to be a really tricky game. And the way Tuchel is talking at the moment, sounds like it's going to be a very negative affair going into that game because he's moaning about the games at the moment. So um, as this is... This is his first full season as Chelsea manager and tends to be anyone that's come outside the Premiership and comes into these winter games always says there's too many fixtures and it's always the newer managers that say it. The experienced managers that are being in the Premier League say, say there's too many games, but they sort of understand why there's too many games. Then, strikers. Um, Salah's top of 192, of course. Diego Jota's now second on 102 and Dennis is third with 93 that will change because again Watford don't look like they're going to play this week going into these games so um definitely have a look at maybe transferring out and looking for someone else uh top form player so far is other than Mo Salah of course ignore him because he's just streaks and streaks ahead of everyone is Martinelli from Arsenal so like I said earlier in the, in the pod uh, the, Arsenal, uh, the Norwich Arsenal game is somewhere maybe to include him in your side and you might get some good money and good points from that. Right, um, I'm going to finish it there So, because um, I've got to make a cheesecake for my niece and got jobs to do before Christmas. So um hope you all have a lovely Christmas. I should be back on Tuesday and to talk about uh, games going in on to Tuesday. Right, have a lovely Christmas and I'll see you again on Tuesday. Bye.